Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sticky Sports Side. This sports-based podcast dives into huge matchups, betting, and everything that you know and love on a weekly basis. One half of the duo, Phil, is a statistics betting sharp who loves overs and underdogs. The second half of the duo is Noah, a man of much sarcasm and little to no self-control. Welcome, and let's get into it. to another episode of Sticky Sports Side. We got a lot to talk about again this week. Big matchups this past weekend in college football and NFL, and we got a lot to talk about this coming weekend as well. Phil, let's get right into the top 25 this week. How are you feeling about that? Uh, I mean, not really much change at top the uh, well, top of the rankings. Um, Georgia, obviously, still clear-cut number one. Still kind of confused why Alabama's number two. Obviously, they didn't do anything crazy this weekend other than take care of business. Uh, They still haven't blown out a quality opponent or anything like that. Um, I mean, other than that, pretty much all the same. I was impressed by Oregon this weekend, surprisingly shocked, and I was impressed by Washington um, barreling Michigan State. Um, Also, obviously, impressed with Penn State taking down Auburn. And the rankings, uh, obviously, show all of those big wins for those teams. Yeah, realistically, the only teams that I want to chat about as well, you just touched on. Washington got a big win against Michigan State, who a lot of people, I mean, they were ranked pretty highly to start the season after a solid I think last a little year, bit overhyped. to 10 years. Yeah, I think a little bit overhyped. I don't think they're a bad team. I think they need to fix that secondary. I totally agree with that. They let Michael Penis Jr., the old Indiana quarterback, that um, he gave Penn State nightmares sorry, Penn State fans' nightmares for about an entire season after that really bad call. Um, he just he tore them apart. He threw for over 300 yards. And last over time 350 yards, him, actually. He really wasn't that good of a quarterback. Well, no, but and to be fair, he has a better offensive line than he ever had at um, Indiana. So uh, I guess we're getting to see what he can do when he has time to throw. Because Michigan State didn't get to him. I mean, let's be real. I mean, the guy got was able to diagnose defenses and throw the ball where he wanted to when he wanted to. So, yeah, this Washington team, uh, as we just said, looked very impressive in their uh, uh, probably like their opening big game that I would say. Yeah, and it looks like they have a chance to challenge for the Pac-12 this year. It looks like there's about four teams that could do it now. All right. Um, Penn State took care of business, as you said, against an SEC opponent. I'm surprised Clifford took that hit. Really early and bounced right back up, but he played a solid game. Nick Singleton's going to be a star in college football. He might already be then, a yeah. star. I mean, like to be perfect. I, I think if he has one good, like sorry, not good. If he has one great game against, let's just say, an Ohio State or Michigan, which I actually think he will. Penn State's offensive line has stepped up to the challenge this season, and that has been their Achilles heel the last two years. Defense is solid as normal. If Clifford starts struggling, we a five-star quarterback to, to throw in if he has any issues. Well, and, you uh, know... Like, we have a complete roster. This season. I, I will say, uh, as long as we stay healthy with that caveat, we are a deep team. There is certain positions that are not so deep. So uh, as long as we stay healthy, I think we'll be fine. Um, I do think you saying solid defense as normal, I think that is kind of not a great way of saying it because our defense is way different than years past with Manny Diaz. 
Um, I think schematically, yes, we have a heavily blitzing defense. Right it's now. not even just that he is not afraid to match personnel. He's not afraid to get his best players on the field and not necessarily stick to three linebackers or two safeties. He's gonna mix and match personnel, which I am enjoying so far. He is getting the best defense out there to create havoc, and I love it so far. I know it's gonna you know give up big plays every once in a while. But if you're going to cause four turnovers, I think that's more than worth it. That's how you beat the Ohio States and Michigans of the world, not necessarily stopping them every play. Agreed. So it's bend but don't break. A lot of NFL teams do it. As long you can let the team drive seventy yards down the field, but if you can get a turnover at the end of it, did the seventy yards even matter? Uh, exactly, and I do think that that uh, what was super encouraging because we didn't have a lot of sacks after the first two weeks. What was encouraging was how much pressure we were able to consistently get on Auburn. Abdul Carter looks amazing as a freshman in that linebacking group. He looks super fast. Um, Chop Robinson on the defensive end. Adiza Isaac, I think, finally had a little bit of a coming out party. I think if this defense plays up to their potential, they can be scary good. Um, I totally agree. Yeah, I think and Penn State's a scary team this season, and Michigan and Ohio State, the usual juggernaut, should be slightly afraid to play us. I, I still think Michigan is slightly overrated, and I might eat my words later in the season because I don't know, but they just haven't played anybody. So I'm not willing to say, hey, you're a top four team in the country until you've played somebody. Um, just They're like playing Maryland team, which uh, no, like it's going to be the a blowout best to start Big Ten play. Yeah. And realistically, their only competition, their first competition this entire season, is going to be against us in Week Seven and Michigan. And Ohio week, State. Oh, sorry, Week Week Eight, I believe. Yeah, and then Ohio State the end of the year probably. Yes, they end with Ohio State. They Always. do that every year. Yeah. But I'll, they play us, Michigan State, and, and Ohio See, State. I'm this still year. not I'm willing to crown like, Michigan I was State down good. this year. Like, and I'm still not willing to crown Michigan just, State good, so I don't even know if that's going to be a challenge, to be honest with you. That secondary was like Swiss cheese. It had more holes than Swiss cheese. That's all I'm going to say. I think um, Michigan really locked out with their non-conference schedule as well as um, they don't really have a tough Big Ten schedule. They stay away from the likes of Purdue this season, Wisconsin. Um, so Penn State and Ohio State are going to be the ones to challenge. Yeah, they basically – not saying the West is strong to begin with, but uh, – they basically miss the best teams in the West who could give them an issue. Um, yeah, I mean, they have a very favorable schedule. Let's just put it that way. Uh, they have us at home. I think Ohio State might be on the road this year, so that's going to be obviously circled. Um, no, I do want to... It is on the road, yes. Uh, I do want to jump into kind of the matchups. There's there's four or five pretty good matchups this week. The rest are kind of, you know, eh. Um, I did want to start with Clemson-Wake Forest because this is an ACC showdown, which I am not convinced on Wake Forest so far this year. Uh, I think Clemson as seven-point favorites might just be I, – I think Clemson wins by double digits. Let me put it that way. I think they've – their offense still isn't, like, amazing, but that defense, man, that defense is something to talk about. That's right up there with Georgia, in my opinion. They have playmakers everywhere. Yeah, uh, I can't. I can't uh, agree with you more. There, I do think Wake Forest is a solid team. Their offense is good as it's been in past years. Sam Hartman, good story with that blood clotting. He's back and playing. The defense well, is bad. Two games. The defense is bad. But yes, and that's what I was just going to get to. Wake Forest doesn't have a defense. They just let up. Um, 
36 points to a Liberty team. Liberty had Malik Willis last year, I understand. He's not there season. anymore. I don't even know their quarterback's name. Exactly. So, um, to uh, yeah, that's a joke. Yeah, to give up 36 points to a team like that, uh, I do think Clemson's going to run the ball all over them. Um, Control the line of scrimmage. To have a good game. Yeah. He really, they, Clemson really hasn't played anyone this season, and they haven't been, and I'm going to say convincing in their wins. Yeah. Um, Every single game. I mean, yes, Georgia Tech by 31 in the opening week. Georgia Tech's really bad, though. Yeah, Ole Miss right. just beat them by, like, 40. Yeah. Um, but if there's anything that I like in this game, I do like Clemson's spread, even going into Wake Forest, which really isn't that tough of a place to play in. And the over-under is 55.5, which I absolutely love. I think Clemson could put up 40 against this atrocious defense, and Wake Forest is at least going to put up 20. So Yeah, uh, I can agree with all that. Uh, I think I'm... I might, I don't know, pop a same-game parlay, do something like, I don't know, Clemson minus 6.5 just so I don't get the push on the 7. And, um, I don't know, like over 50, and I think that would probably be come out, come out as plus odds, and then you're sitting there and you think that's going to happen, and I think that's going to happen. I might do something like that for that game. Um, yeah. Baylor, Iowa State, uh, it's in Ames in Iowa. I think I actually – Iowa State's been pretty good this year. Uh, however, I might give Baylor another chance, and I'll probably regret it later. Uh, I might take Baylor in the points in this one at plus three. Okay. I do think Baylor struggled. Provo is a really tough place to play, as we noted in, in a previous podcast. So I don't I don't think that loss is as bad as it was, even though BYU just got blown out. The Big 12 is really, really down this year. Yeah, um, I agree. Baylor is a good team. Iowa State's also a good team. Iowa State just beat... Iowa, which I don't find to be a good team, ten to seven. Um, Iowa's defense is I really like good. I, I will like say that. In the points here too. No, I I will say that Iowa's defense is really good. Let's not like yeah. say their whole team's bad when it's really just their offense that's dysfunctional. Um, Agreed. I still think scoring ten points against a team is pretty bad in a sixty-minute football game. Yeah, but I mean um, that's kind of how like, Iowa Iowa State always play. They're, it's a rivalry game. It's always low scoring, pretty much. So. Yeah. And, and Iowa State, the only thing that I would give them the edge in in this game is they are playing at home, and their stadium is kind of crazy. The, yeah, the fans there are wild. Yeah, Ames. Um, but, yes, I would give the edge to Baylor in the points here. I think they kind of took a step forward. I know they played Texas State last year, but it's a team that they have historically struggled against, mm-hmm. and they got a huge win, I think got their confidence built up, and they'll, they'll be fine to take care of business this weekend. Okay. Uh, I want to go ahead and go to uh, SEC matchup. This is kind of – this can decide how both team seasons really go. Uh, Florida, Tennessee um, in Knoxville uh, at Neyland Stadium. Obviously, it's going to be a great atmosphere. I've been there personally. Um, Tennessee has a lot of hype right now. Uh, great offense led by uh, Hendon Hooker. Um, good skill players. Uh, the one question mark, I guess, is their defense. We'll see how that rolls out. They haven't really been challenged other than the pit game, which went to overtime, and it was super early in the season, obviously. Um, I don't know. Ten and a half points is a lot. Uh, I, I'll get more into this game right now, but I'm tentatively taking Tennessee just for right now because I don't want to give away all my goods later. Yeah, I think this is an interesting matchup as well. Florida's shown two sides of their football team this year. They show it out in the first game. Um, they played at home all three, so yeah. keep that in mind. They showed out against Utah in the first game, which Utah 
was supposed to be the powerhouse Pac-12 team. Which Utah still looks really good. I'm just going to say that. Uh, yeah, they do. So that that is an impressive win, yeah. don't get me wrong. Um, but Kentucky, their quarterback, showed a lot, a lot of weaknesses, turned over the ball several times. Um, it, he just isn't it. And then they almost lost the game against South Florida this weekend. South Florida's not a good football team. This Florida team is... They've been up and down so far, which I feel like is... Uh, that, that's what they've been the last few years. They do well in some games, they show out, and then the next game they lose or have a close game against a perplexing team. And it's, I do think Tennessee wins this football game, and you're right, there is a lot of points there. But with Tennessee being in Neyland, I do think the 10.5 points is not a lock, but I do like their spread. I think they're a quality team. I think they can put up the points, and I don't think Florida's defense can stop them. Yeah, uh, I, I think it's going to be an interesting matchup. I'll definitely be keeping tabs on that. Uh, next game is Arkansas at Texas A&M. This is, this is Texas A&M staying afloat. They haven't been impressive. I think, and Arkansas had a scare last week, but I think that was more of just like a hangover from beating South Carolina more than anything. Um, I will say I think Arkansas, this is kind of going to be a defensive battle, but Arkansas's quarterback play at this point is such an advantage with – KJ Jefferson over anything Texas A&M can throw out there, um, which I believe they have like a five-star quarterback, but he just that offense just doesn't look good. Um, I'm gonna take Arkansas money line in this one, and I'm not gonna waver from it. And I'm glad you honestly said that. They put in Max Johnson last week. A&M did against and another team that I think it was a little overhyped is Miami, and I usually think that they're overhyped to start every college football season. Yeah. Um, Max Johnson really didn't do too much. That Miami defense was good, don't get me wrong. But once again, the points weren't there. This offense looks a little disjointed, and the defense looks solid. But there's one thing that I know about SEC football in Arkansas is they're going to run the ball, and they, they are going to run the ball down A&M's throat. I love Arkansas money line here. As you had said, slight scare against Missouri State last week. I do believe it was a hangover as well. Um, once they turned on the Jets, they never released it, and they ended up winning by 11 points, which Is should have won by more, obviously. Yeah. But I do like Arkansas in this football game. I think A&M's still a little overhyped, and their quarterback play just isn't up to par yet this season. Yeah, and I'm a little bit – see, I would be concerned about Arkansas's defense because they've given up points this year. But, like, I've watched Texas A&M, and even against, like, mediocre defenses, they're not moving the ball. So, like, I don't really know. Um, but I do think Arkansas is going to score enough points to obviously cover money line um, because I do think they win the game. And I think they kind of not make a statement, but I think they win comfortably at the end of the day at Texas A&M, which is a tough. Oh, wait. Is, oh, it's not even at Texas A&M. It's at a- AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. Yeah, they're playing a Cowboys stadium. Yeah, so it's neutral site, quote unquote, even though it's not neutral site. Yeah. I hate that so much. But, yeah, no. So I think Arkansas gets it done, especially since it's going to be a little bit more of a 50-50 crowd. Um, Next up we got Wisconsin-Ohio State, which a huge point spread here. Ohio State plus 18.5 – or Ohio State minus 18.5. Sorry, excuse me. I'm talking about what I'm going to end up taking. Um, But Wisconsin, like, I just feel like they're going to be able to run the ball, control the clock a little bit, which is what you have to do when you're playing – an explosive elite offense um, that just put up 77 points on Toledo. But guess what? Wisconsin's not Toledo. 
they have a defense that can at least contain and not allow Ohio State to rip off 70-yard plays every other play. So I will say, I right now I'm leading Wisconsin plus 18.5. I think the running game gets some stuff done. I think Graham Mertz makes a couple good throws. Ohio State's defense hasn't impressed me so far. Uh, I know they let up 10 points against Notre Dame. Notre Dame does not have a good offense. Um, they gave up, what, 21 last weekend to Toledo, which people are probably going to yeah, say it was garbage time, but it wasn't. Those 21 points were scored in the first three quarters when it wasn't 77 points, right? So, yeah. I, I, you know, I think Wisconsin can put up some points. I don't think they're obviously going to, like, win or anything like that. I'm not willing to take that, but – Especially if this point spread gets to 20, 21, I'm taking Wisconsin in the points. I agree with you there. Ohio State's one of those teams where from week to week, I just feel like they show a different brand of style and team. Um, They did obviously take care of what they needed to last week. But, yes, against a poor Notre Dame team, only an 11-point game. Arkansas State, they really didn't blow them out as, as much as a lot of people would think. Um, once again, yes, Wisconsin does have a, a solid defense and the ability to eliminate the big plays, which is how Ohio State makes their money. There was an injury to Travion Henderson, which was Ohio State's number one running back, but they do have a little bit of depth behind him there. So I, I don't think that's to worry about. Their rush defense, Ohio State, has been a little suspect at times. Wait, hold on, no, hold on, no. Before we, you get too much more, I think that is something to worry about with Travion Henderson. Their next guy up doesn't have the explosiveness Trayvon Henderson does. Like, don't get me wrong, he's not, like, a bad running back. Ohio State doesn't recruit bad running backs, but he's not a guy who's going to take it 70 yards to the house. So I disagree. Their their third string is actually better than their second string. Well, that's the issue, though, right? Your second string is going to get the carries probably. So in my opinion, Henderson is by far the best running back on this roster, and that does matter. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do think they'd be taking a step down, obviously, with Mayan Williams, uh, either with both running backs, but this Dallin Hayden guy, I did watch the entire Ohio State game because I had money on it. He was just as explosive as Travion, and he's he's a little bit younger, too, so he's got some pep in his step. But, um, I will say he hasn't I, done it against the real look, team. That is an injury to look out for. No, but he hasn't done it against the real team either, has he? He did it against Toledo. Yes, it was against Toledo. Ohio State hasn't really play and I'm not even gonna I will call Notre Dame a real yeah but he didn't even play against Notre Dame I think he might have had one carry against the guy you're talking about so yeah he barely played but yeah until he does it against someone notable I'm not gonna put it on anything really yeah so for once I think me and Phil agreed on every single game this week um, which is scary it can it can either mean we go 5-0 or 0-5 so we'll you know just just keep that in mind take that with a grain of salt me and Noah have been wrong before um, As usual, we'll probably give something like three and two. So yeah, uh, I would love to go. I, I love the board this weekend. So keep an eye out for our picks. By the way, I do. I already told Noah. I think I told him what. I think I told you on Monday that I love the board. Um, it, was, it was Sunday night. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I did. I looked at this weekend and you know, my eyes were like, "This is it. This is where we get that dough." Um, I will say, kind of segueing back because I do believe in this. Um, Noah, I am going to get into my team of destiny. And guys, my team of destiny, I was talking about it tentatively earlier this uh, when we were doing kind of our big matchups. Tennessee at Neyland Stadium, minus 10 and a half. 
I'm once again not sure if they cover the spread. I think they do. Um, I think this is going to be a statement win for Tennessee um, against a Florida Florida team who's already 0 and 1 in the SEC at Neyland. Tennessee is gonna. It's. I mean, they're going to be tough to beat. Let's just put it that way. At Neyland, it's never easy. The hype around this team at Knoxville, everything that stadium is going to be packed. It is going to be loud. I think the defense that can be questionable for Tennessee is going to be playing off of emotion early, which can either be good or bad, but I think it's going to be good in this scenario. And I think that offense schematically is going to get people open like they always do. I think Tennessee wins this one 38-24. That is my like final prediction, which would cover the spread. And I think they kind of make a statement here. Is that a second week that we've had Tennessee as a uh, destiny? Yes, but this this is going to be one that actually I'm kind of putting because I haven't lost the team of destiny this year. I'm kind of this is a, more of a coin flip, right? So I'm finally yep. putting my name on the line here. We'll go Vols. There you go, go Vols. Rocky Top, you'll always be home, sweet home to me. There you go. All right. So we uh, we got to get you some voice lessons. Uh, who needs that? Anyways, Noah, I know you have a bad take as per usual, and it pertains to college football this week. What you got for so, us? So, funny enough, I feel like the last couple of takes haven't been, like, terrible. This one, I feel like you're going to blow some steam over. Okay. Um, so, bad take of the week, some college football. I think that there needs to be a limit for the amount of recruits a college can sign. I think it would even out. It would be kind of like a salary cap for the NFL, um, kind of any other sport that has a salary cap, where you can only sign. And, and these numbers are rough, but uh, this is what I came up with: five five-star recruits and ten four-star recruits every off-season for college football. I think it would help even out the landscape, especially with there being a 16-team playoff or tw- sorry, 12-team playoff coming in the near future. I think it could help even out the landscape and make it a little more competitive. As we know, the NFL obviously makes more money than college football. College football still makes plenty of it. I think with more even-based teams, you would have fans cheering for different teams instead of rooting for the powerhouses every single year. I think I just think it could help make them more money as well. So there you go. Limit the amount of recruits that you can put on a college football team. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. I honestly, I, I might have got dumber listening to that. I, I but like, why? But why? Because why would you limit the amount? First of all, recruits year to year, there is a limit limit on scholarships, right? You can only have so many scholarships on a team. I think it's yes. 85. So why would you limit a team to how well they recruit when that's how you get the parity in college football? That's how you get the top teams. You're trying to make this the NFL. It's not the NFL. We don't want it to be the NFL. I don't want two NFLs. Just the younger one and the older one. No, 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 no. This is dumb as shit. And you're trying to kill college football, and I hate it, and I'm not okay with it. I'm sick of seeing the same four to six teams. Dude, but it's not. It's ten years at a time. Like, these are decades. Like, before, remember, before Alabama got Nick Saban, they were bad for a while. For 10, 15 years, they were bad. Ohio State's had yes, average years. Georgia's had average years. For the last 20. No, it's not been 20 years. And this is how it goes, though. There's swings. I guarantee you when Nick Saban leaves, they are not going to be as dominant. Okay? 
I'm just gonna say that. They, you don't that think that's called no. I don't. He is a legendary figure. He literally gets recruits just by saying he's Nick Saban right now. I'm just gonna I don't say like that. Nick Saban because he was paying players before you were allowed to pay players, and he just got away with it longer than everyone else. That's kind of what recruiting was back in the day. I'm not gonna go too far into it. I'll let everybody else be the judge of this. I hate it. I'm not. I wanna. I wanna move on to NFL because I could go for an hour about this and how dumb it is. <laughs> but um, that's fine. Yeah, I would. I knew you wouldn't like that one. No, I really didn't, and I think Noah can hear it in my voice. I really don't. Um, but let's go ahead and get into NFL. Um, kind of review a little bit, but like, there's honestly not that much to review. Pretty much, the teams were the status quo of what we thought they were week one, right? Um, yeah. Uh, the you know the Bills are very good. You know, we, we've thought that for a hot second. They, they're they very good. Pittsburgh, still no offense. Kansas City still has an offense, clearly. Um, I just think the team so far, the Colts are bad. I said that last week. Uh, I they did, they did nothing to change my mind. The Colts are bad. Um, and I will be smacking Chiefs minus six and a half in Indianapolis, by the way. I, I don't know why that line is that line. Um, it's a trap line. Yeah. The Colts I, didn't have any of their starting wide receivers, and they're playing in Indianapolis. I don't care. Matt Ryan's not good. Uh, Kansas City is Kansas City's going to put up 40 either, points. But I also want to say we had zero wide receivers. Jacksonville, once again, there's a curse there. That is the eighth straight year that the Colts have lost in Jacksonville. There's just something in the water there that we don't play well. Well, you guys um, didn't play we well against the Texans, too. We so. our top, like, two or three wide okay, receivers. Okay, but you so had them against the Texans. I want to give him a little bit of slack. If we were in a competitive, like, no, the no, game no, no I don't even want to hear we this argument. I don't. They're bad. They, we were they, inside the 30, two or three separate times and could have kicked field goals, but since we were down by 24, we didn't do this. Oh, cool. You could have lost 24 to 9. That's more impressive. Like, come on, dude. Okay. I'm, I'm just. That's okay. a joke. Don't even go here. I understand what you're saying with the trap line. I, however, think this is one of those things. It's a trap line, but it's not because the Chiefs are going to win like 38, if I had to guess, 38 to 20. And it probably could I, get I worse. Will, I, will, I will agree that I think the Chiefs, as of right now with what we've seen this season, the Chiefs are a Super Bowl favorite along with the Bills. I wouldn't be surprised if these are the top two teams in the AFC. Okay. I'd actually be surprised if they were not. Okay. Uh, that's fair. The Colts have yet to play a solid four quarters this season, and I do think it's scary for the Chiefs that it could be this game. No, I don't think – I honestly don't think Pat Mahomes is looking at this game and is like, I'm worried about the Colts. Okay. So, right. <laughs> I really don't. I'm Let's sorry. away from that because I'm getting sad that the Colts are not as good as I thought Okay, Let's go ahead and go to Bill's Dolphins. Bills Dolphins. How about the Trey Lance injury? How do you feel about the future for the Niners this season? And just in general, like, that was just a brutal injury for a... I don't think it changes that. Like, I don't even want to really talk about this because I don't think it's that brutal. I think Jimmy Garoppolo might be a better starter right now anyways. Like, they won the I game totally and won the game handily. I don't think it's the end I of the world. I think the same thing. Yeah. I, I think... They were trying to jump the gun on a young quarterback because he had promise. No, I like it. They're I getting him experience. I mean, but yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I think they end up doing about as well as they would do with Trey Lance. So I think the 49ers are a really dumb franchise for even wanting to go away from Garoppolo and not wanting to sign him. 
if we all remember, they were about one play last season away from going to the Super Bowl, and they want to go away from their starting quarterback. To be honest, they shouldn't have even been in the mix to go to the Super Bowl last season, but they had a chance. And Garoppolo, I do think, is that guy. I do think he's maybe not as talented as Trey Lance, but he's Mr. Reliable. He's a game manager, and, and he makes the plays that he needs to. So I don't think this team's going to skip a beat, if anything. I think they're going to do better than they than they have in the first game and a half without Garoppolo being the quarterback. So all in all, I don't really think the Trey Lance injury is going to affect the Niners that much. I don't think they skip a beat. Um, so now we are going to get into the matchups this weekend. We have a big one early on Sunday. Bills are six-point favorites in Miami. How do you feel about that? Uh, I'm taking Bills. Uh, until they hurt me, they've won me a lot of money. So uh, if they, you know, I'm taking Bills blindly, which I'm not really taking them blindly. I've watched them. Um, I'm taking them blindly until they hurt me at this point because they're just dominating teams, and it's not even that close. We have our first disagreement of the podcast. I think this Dolphins team is the real deal this year, especially after that after that 21-point comeback against the Ravens. I think their offense is really solid this year, and the Bills have not played a team with a decent offense yet. I think this is a higher-scoring affair. Wait, the, Bill, wait the Rams are in a decent offense? What? What are you even saying? The Rams aren't a decent offense? They just won the Super Bowl. They, I know, the, but their offense is not as good as it was last year. I disagree. You, that, no, you agree they, with me? They don't that's have a, an That's at line. least They're an average offense. I think they have a de- decent offense. That is a terrible take, in my opinion. But, they have yeah. a good passing game. Stafford's been playing hurt. Their offense Okay, but what, are, but what are the Dolphins going to do? Have a good passing game. I'm not worried about their running game. So okay, the I Rams. The Rams are weak from last year. We agree on that. I think they're they're still finding their groove. I don't necessarily think they're bad now. Uh, their their defense is not nearly as good as it was last year. I, I don't think it would matter if it was. Josh Allen's been on a tear since last season. That he's elite. I do agree. Josh Allen's the best quarterback in in the professional football league right now, but. I don't. I don't think the Dolphins are going to stop him. That is my point. They don't have to. The Bills' defense isn't that good. Yeah, I think the Bills' defense can cause turnovers, especially against Tua. So, yeah, I disagree. Two is the goat. Tyree Kill is going to outrun the entire secondary. No. Okay, but continue. So you're right, so you're telling me you're taking Dolphins plus six right now? I would probably do an adjusted uh, same game parlay. Yeah, no, I'm taking Buffalo. I don't think, I'm taking I don't think Buffalo by minus by six. Yeah, I, I, I don't think, think the Bills win by over seven. Yeah, well, I think this is a competitive football game. Agree to agree to disagree. I think Bills win by ten, um, which is still a competitive football game. I'm not saying that. I just think the Bills win by ten. Um, I think the Bills win the Super Bowl. Don't get me wrong, but I really like what I've seen from the Dolphins team. Yeah, Let's Dolphins. The Dolphins are much you improved. Do Steelers Browns since it's Thursday night. Yeah, I don't really have much to say about this game other than it's a Thursday night football game. Uh, Steelers are bad. Browns are bad uh, until they prove me otherwise. Uh, I don't know what I'll be taking on the game, uh, so don't ask me right now. I don't know what to make of either team. Um, yeah, that's about all I have with that. Don't worry, I'm going to convince Phil to put 125 dollars down on the Steelers money. Line. So if they get up by seven, we automatically win the bet. So there you go. Yeah, probably not that much money, but I might sprinkle a little bit on that just because I'm a Steelers fan. So why not? That's fair. All right. Um, All right. Uh, next we have the Packers 
going to visit the Buccaneers in Tampa. Buccaneers will be without Mike Evans as he's been suspended for the game. Um, not that concerned about. I mean, I am, but I'm not. Uh, I think, you know, Mike Evans is really, really good, obviously, but I think, I don't know. I think the. I might be taking Packers' money line. The Bucks just haven't been convincing. And the Packers just had a really, like, I understand it was the Bears, but the Bears, I think, are much improved. Uh, but they dominated them. I, I think uh, Packers' money line is going to be my play with this one. Yeah, this game's a little weird for me. I could see this swinging either way. The Packers looked a little bit better against the Bears this past weekend, and the Buccaneers struggled once again. Um, Tom Brady really seems to struggle. Mike Evans was out in that fourth quarter, which, amazing enough, that's kind of when Tom Brady played his best. Um, it was late in that game at icing the clock. But he, he's also without Chris Godwin, and without a wide receiving court, Brady really hasn't done that well the last couple of years. But that defense is it's scary good. They've let up 10 points and 9 points, I believe, in the first two weeks. Oh, no, not even. I think it was, no, sorry, 3 points and 10 points. That Buccaneers defense is a real deal this year, and I think they are going to give Aaron Rodgers some problems. I like the Buccaneers being at home. I just think Brady takes care of business. Okay, that's fair. I mean, I'm split on this game, so, I mean, I agree. I mean, I think I think Aaron Rodgers will make a couple more plays just because I think he has a couple more playmakers. Um, but I don't think I'll be betting this game just out of the sake of it. I don't really like the the matchup and I think it could swing either way so I don't know if I like betting on this okay um next matchup we have Rams versus Cardinals and I think the line's minus three and a half um yes I once again I have no idea what I'm taking yet with this keep an eye out for our Twitter picks obviously NFL is just I have to really get a vibe on the day of I have to do a lot of my research then because college football takes a lot of my research before then but I don't know. That's one of those games I might do a same-game parlay, adjust the spread to whoever I think is going to win to, you know, like minus one and a half or something stupid, um, and then adjust the overspread because I do think points are going to be scored in this game. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, tentatively Rams, but I say that tentatively because Noah's got all my shit multiple times when I change – at the end of the week. So every time I yeah. really don't know, I'm just going to say tentatively, and then when I change, you can't say shit. <laughs> I, I don't actually get mad or frustrated about it. I just think I, I usually, like, get in the headspace where I'm like, okay, I'm going to look more into this, and I end up liking what you said earlier in mm-hmm. the week, and that's what I'm on, and then you end up sometimes doing the opposite, which is that's just communication between us, you know? Um, I don't – I'm not really sure, once again, how I feel about this game either I'm with you there I think the Rams win the football game um I would probably do an adjusted spread to minus two and a half or even three so that if it I'm fine with it pushing I'd prefer it not Cardinals have really struggled early through two weeks yes they had a big comeback last week but I kind of see that as a fluke they scored a wild two-point conversion on a Murray run um Cardinals defense really isn't that solid this season, so I could see the Rams taking advantage maybe for the first time this season and really putting up a lot of points. Yeah, I think I think don't quote me on that. I think we're gonna hit a same game parlay. Keep an eye out for that pick because I'm sure me and Noah will cook up something that we like. 
Um, yeah. NFL's been hard to read, especially very early in the season. College football, you can usually get a good grasp super easy after a week or two. But NFL honestly takes about five to six games into the season to get a real grasp on how teams are going to play this year. Um, next, uh, and honestly the only reason we're even talking about this matchup, so I really don't want it to last that long, is Cowboys v. Giants. I don't think either team is particularly um, good. I will say that um, I do like that Cowboys defense, so I will be taking probably the Cowboys in the points. I just believe in that defense and Micah Parsons causing problems. Cooper Rush will make enough plays. He's not by any means elite, but he'll make enough plays against the Giants. Um, If I had to pick right now, I'd pick Cowboys minus two. However, um, like I said, that's tentative as well. Sorry, NFL right now is tentative. Cowboys are two-point dogs currently, Phil. Oh, well, then I might take Cowboys money line. I really don't know. Um, like I said, I, I don't know. I, it's not – this matchup doesn't, like, get me excited or anything, so. It's actually plus one now. The game's about even. Um, though, yeah, I like the Cowboys in this, too. This matchup's not going to be super exciting. Giants have played solid defense, but their offense has been terrible this season, and the Cowboys' defense is good enough to force turnovers on a leaky Daniel Jones. I'll take the Cowboys in this one. Absolutely. Too. That is one I do like. And then – Last game, we have Ravens, three-point favorites against the Patriots. I'm just going to go out and say the Ravens, I think, are going to destroy the Patriots. Patriots have a good defense. Offense is horrendous. Um, you're going to need an offense to stick with the Ravens. Um, I, I like the Ravens 10-plus in this game. I um, love the Ravens as well, so we agree on that to kind of end the podcast, honestly. Um, I just think they're the better team um, overall. Um, so, guys, thank you once again for listening. Keep interacting with our social medias. We have TikTok, Twitter, uh, Instagram, all just really look up Sticky Sports Side and you'll find us. Interact with us, guys. Tell us what you want to hear more about, what you want to hear less about, what our takes are on certain things. Um, And honestly, let's just keep riding this gravy train. Right now we're having a rough month gambling, but that's okay. It happens to the best of us, right? Just keep trusting in us, and I promise we'll get you where you want to be. Noah, close us out. And and just to touch on what Phil said real quick, um, the betting has been decent for college football. Like, we have been positive over the first three weeks for college football. NFL has kind of been the Achilles heel. So we're just trying to find our footing there, and we will we will get some solid picks coming out soon. Check us out on all of our social medias, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok as well. Sticky Sports Side, just look us up and you'll find us. Phil and I will be at the Central Michigan game this weekend, so maybe we'll snap a picture and post it on our Instagram for you guys. Um, maybe five to ten minutes we'll go live um, and also Phil and I are thinking about possibly bringing back the sticky six that is not 100% guaranteed but there is a chance that it might wake it, make its way onto our Instagram either this week or next week and it'll be a chance for some of you guys to win some money thank you once again for tuning into another episode we love all the support have a great weekend and go state and let's ride this gravy train guys